Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. It is a great day for talk radio. Of course, it was a great day for folks in the paper industry or anything that would replace plastic when we were announcing we, uh, I guess, the environment minister on this program making the announcement that the prime minister had formerly made earlier in the day uh, that... Single-use plastics will be banned sometime around 2021, give or take. And uh, as to the specifics, we didn't get a lot of those, uh, so I'm not sure how well thought out the plan is, but uh, it's now been launched, and it was a great day, as I say, for people in the alternative to plastic industry, including the Forest Products Association of Canada, whose senior vice president, Bob LaRocque, has joined us on the line to tell us uh, what they forecast as far as this is going forward. Uh, Bob, good to have you on the Oakley Show here in Toronto. Hi there. Yeah, thank you very much. How are you doing, John? I'm very good. Uh, and I guess you're feeling pretty good, too, about the announcement yesterday. I mean, this is going to be good news for the uh, pulp and paper industry, isn't it? Well, at least we're moving ahead. So we've been working with the federal government since the plastic charter in 2018, and we knew this plan was coming. But uh, anyways, it's announced now. But like yourself, we're still waiting to find out what kind of products we, we can help. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, uh, so they announce it, but they don't have any specifics, and uh, the minister couldn't give me any. I mean, plastic straws and uh, a few other things here and there. I mean, uh, what do you need to green light the go-ahead to start producing this stuff, or are you already producing some of it? You see, some of the stuff we're making, John, is uh, like it's a precursor to an end product. For example, we can make uh, pulp, or we can make wood that could become uh, utensils if you want, or or a biochemical that could be replacing uh, plastics, like in water bottles. But what we really need to mass produce and really start is, is to pinpoint where should we go. So we've been working with the chemical industry and the plastic industry the past year since the plastic charter. Uh, but like them, we're, we were waiting for the federal government to give us a little bit of direction because there's a lot of products out there that we could be making, and we want to make sure we're, we're part of the solution because it's only two years. Um, so we need to start get going now. Yeah, would you have to uh, do much retooling? It will be some of the products would be kind of existing of what we're making as far as the the technology we have in our mills, but it would be working with the value chain uh, on the easier stuff, for example, like paper straws or paper bags. Um, If we're talking about more complicated uh, value chains in chemistries, then we would need a bit more time. So we've been working on it. Uh, There was a recent announcement in Thunder Bay in last May uh, that they can produce now products that can go for a composite, which is like a plastic, but made out of a tree. Hmm. Um, But again, they they can only make maybe like 100 tons, uh, which we would need to mass produce much more. So we're at the infancy there, but we can accelerate it now that we would have a better idea what type of products we need. Yeah, there's even talk of uh, some change in chemistry to make water bottles from chemicals that come from a tree. Correct. So there's there's been places in the world right now that you can make it out of sugarcane, like from Brazil. Um, but the same type of technology, if you want, could be used in Canada, and, and we can make it out of the trees. So that would make it uh, readily biodegradable? Exactly. Okay, uh, so not diverted to landfill and things like that. Uh, to do any of this, I mean, does that include uh, greater amounts of energy being expended or anything like that? 
No, not really. It's it's more of a diversification of our markets. Um, you know, with the newsprint and the, and the paper industry not doing as much today due to technology, um, it, it's using like existing technology as far as energy and infrastructure, but but making different products. Um, so it's there are retooling necessary. We don't do this in three months, but it's not something that we need five or ten years either. Is it of such consequence? It'll maybe revive uh, some of the. Uh, smaller mill towns that have been, you know, hard hit by the uh, downsizing for newsprint and so on and other products? It's a huge opportunity. So, like, again, it's diversification. So we've been looking at the diversification since maybe 2010, the recession. I, I'm well aware of those hard-hit communities, and it's very tough. And we were looking for different, like, biofuels. I'm sure we heard about wood pellets or other fuels like that, but this now plastic uh, consumer-type product is a huge opportunity for us. So we will maintain existing jobs, if you want, because now they'll be able to diversify, but also possibly reopen uh, new, uh, new facilities. Again, uh, we're talking to Bob LaRock. He's a senior VP of the Forest Products Association of Canada. With this announcement yesterday of the ban on single-use plastics, it augurs well for his industry going forward. You know, I've got a couple of other interesting uh, issues, I guess, that have been tabled and uh, of concern with your industry and environmentalists. I mean, when it comes to uh, these mills and sometimes the effluent, you know, that spills out and chemicals and that, how's the uh, track record as far as that's concerned? I know some of the uh, indigenous bands in northwestern Ontario have had a concern about uh, these chemicals leaching into their water system and so on and so forth. Uh, Where do you stand on that? Well, our mills are the most regulated in the world, and they're regulated both by the provincial government and the federal government. And we've been, uh, you know, we get evaluated on a yearly basis, and we have a, a, a great, great track record, I can tell you that. As far as the harvesting side, uh, we it's the law for us. So where every tree we harvest, we need to replant to regenerate. And we have one of the most certified forests in, in the world as far as uh, third-party certification. So we're very, very proud of our environmental records, and we're going to continue to uh, maintain it and improve. Yeah, and the thing with the government's uh, plastic ban, this is something that we haven't really fixed the timeline firm on this, uh, as I understand it. They talk about around 2021. Uh, I mean, do you have any idea of uh, where that might be going as far as that's yeah, concerned? So- Expectations from what I'm hearing is going to be uh, some science type of assessment where they're going to be coming out um, about products that should be banned, product that could be substituted, and product that could be uh, recycled. And each one of those tranches, the forest industry is very well um, prepared to help out and provide a solution. So I'm actively involved with the federal government on those consultations and then providing information to the producers of potentially those products so they so they can create those um, economic partnership with the plastic industry and the chemical industry. All right, and you'd be responsible in part for the end product, right? On some cases, if it was like a paper bag, for example, in other cases would be the intermediary. I see. And just like we are right now with uh, pulp, for example, that gets put into uh, diapers or uh, tissue. I got you. All right. Uh, well, I know the plastics industry, if uh, they're in violation, it seems like uh, they're going to have to be responsible for cleaning up their own mess. That's what the minister told us yesterday uh, and seems to be one of those rules of engagement going forward. Bob, listen, uh, I appreciate your weighing in and telling us how this is going to be a boon to the Forestry Association here in this country, certainly in this province, and that's all good. I mean, you know, some of these mill towns have been hard hit, and so good luck uh, going forward and replacing plastics with paper and wood products. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much, John, and have a good day. Yeah, and you. Bob LaRock, again, is with the Forest Products Association of Canada. Now you know.
Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 